0: It's the Breaking Barriers podcast brought to you by Say Yes Buffalo, the Greater Buffalo Racial Equity Roundtable, and the Community Foundation for Greater Buffalo. Here's your host, Daniel Robertson. I know you're going to dig this. Hello and welcome to the Breaking Barriers podcast. My name is Daniel Robertson. Podcast is brought to you by Say Yes Buffalo, the Community Foundation for Greater Buffalo, and the Greater Buffalo Racial Equity Roundtable. I'm here today with Tommy McClam and also Kenneth Boone. Uh, from the uh, Buffalo Public Schools, and these are going to be the guests on our podcast today. They're going to kind of talk about all the great work that is going on around boys and men of color and the MBK initiative uh, with Buffalo Public Schools. So without further ado, uh, I'd like to bring to you uh, Tommy and Kenny. So uh, why don't you guys kind of start start us off by giving us a little background about yourselves and talking about uh, kind of how you got to this point. So uh, Kenny, why don't you kick us off?
1: Well, hello, 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 good people. Uh, My name is Kenneth Boone. I am the uh, mentoring coordinator for the Buffalo Public School District, and uh, we're, you know, we recently joined partners with the My Brother's Keeper initiative that was kicked off by Obama in 2014. Um, I've recently taken the position as a coordinator back in December, and we're doing some great things. One of the things that we're Uh, currently involved in is uh, the recruitment of mentors um, for several of our initiatives, uh, which include the My Brother's Keeper Fellows Program, which we um, are currently, uh, we've currently, excuse me, we've currently established uh, two Buffalo Public employees uh, as mentors of two of our 11th grade students who will be creating a service learning project regarding one of the uh, six, surrounding one of the six uh, My Brother's Keeper's milestones. And um, we also have another initiative where we have uh, several colleges who have um, uh, submitted RFPs to um, be part of this great initiative as they understand the importance of mentoring as well. Tommy, can we hear a little bit
2: from you? All right, my name is Tommy McClam, as you know, and uh, I am the director of uh, Boys Men of Color for I'd Say Yes uh, Buffalo. And, uh, yes, a little bit about history. Uh, for me, uh, it's uh, very community-minded. It's excited about uh, just when things are going on in the community, and especially work with uh, young men of color and watching them excel to their their, their greatness. Uh, just here today to talk a little bit about what we're doing with our youth council and uh, looking at youth voice in the city, and also just looking at strategies to uh, improve the outcomes of, of uh, boys and men of color.
0: All right, Tommy, thanks. Appreciate that. This is the uh, Breaking Barriers. Podcast, So why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about what's going on with the Youth Leadership Council, Breaking Barriers Youth Leadership Council.
2: Well, Breaking Barriers Youth Leadership Council is going to be made up of about 100 young people from all over the city. That's going to be in school and out of school from ages 12 to uh, 24. And those young people can actually come from various walks of life. They uh, We have young people who are have graduated from college, young people who have not gone to college, young people who are out of school, young people who are in school. Uh, and... and Having that group together gives us kind of a, a, a good snapshot of what's going on in the city of Buffalo. And so we're looking to have that, that group begin to uh, begin to be the voice, the uh, voice that tells us how can we improve the, uh, the, the life of uh, young men of color. And uh, we, we found that if we actually get them from all over the city because what occurs on the west side, because uh, something can happen uh, policy-wise on the west side, does not necessarily mean it's gonna have the same impact uh, for a young person on the east side. So hearing from young people all over the city to make sure that we're giving them basically what they need and not what we think they need.
0: Okay. Kenny, can you give us a little insight on what's going on with the uh, MBK academies on Saturdays? And uh, you're also working with young men throughout the week as well, right? in, in some of the uh, Buffalo public schools?
1: Yeah, so we uh, actually are in the at the tail end of the My Brother's Keeper Mail Academy. Uh, initiative, which ends, we have actually have our culmination project that's going to take place on the last Saturday of this month uh, over at East High School. So um, with the Mill Academy uh, ending this month, we're actually going to kick off the mentoring component that will take place April 12th. And so on a weekly basis, we do have uh, the after school portion of the program that takes place depending on what school you're at from 3.05 to maybe 5.05 and roughly 4.05 to 6.05 p.m. And so uh, the por- portion that's going to kick off April, the week of April 12th, will deal uh, mainly with mentoring. You know, we're going to be using uh, men who are volunteering their services to come in and spend 45 minutes to an hour with students uh, surrounding um, you know, the district data. How can we uh, just go ahead and just find a way to, to close the uh, academic or achievement gap? You know, so we have students who will be uh, maybe in a, like a one to four, one to five ratio with a mentor, so um, we're excited about this.
0: Uh, You brought up mentoring, and I know, Tommy, you have a vast uh, background and wealth of knowledge and experience when it comes to mentoring, especially in regards to boys and men of color. Uh, Can you talk about some of the uh, issues and barriers that our young men that you've been in contact with uh, express uh, in regards to what they face on on an everyday basis?
2: Well, one of the reasons I got involved in mentoring, because I've had a chance to see a lot of programs. Uh, one, working in mentoring, I had a chance to, to travel really around the, country, around the country and see how uh, the impact of mentoring, which is something that you really don't need a lot of dollars for, You know, some dollars in order to, uh, to do it uh, correctly. But you have it, in, have it in a situation where young men can actually uh, connect with uh, older men. And I've seen the, just the impact when you find a, uh, an older gentleman who's willing to pour into a younger gentleman, then you see a kind of a generational exchange. And not only that, it builds also a sense of confidence in the young person and gives them the ability to uh, to do some things that they normally wouldn't do. I remember uh, one young man told me that, uh, he said, you don't get it. I asked him, what do you mean I don't get it? He said, for me, uh, see, you, you asked us to go up on the high wire and do triple flips, but if I, if I fall, there's nowhere, there's no one to catch me. There's no net for me. He said, now, if, but if, uh, if I have a mentor or someone who's walking, me, then I can try some triple flips, triple flips because I know there's somebody there to catch me. So the mentor sometimes serves as a, a surrogate brother, a surrogate father, uh, just someone in the community that, that cares, and someone who's going to help that young person to make sure that young person doesn't fall.
0: Continuing this uh, conversation on mentoring, uh, Kenny, uh, I'm sure you, you've had mentors throughout your life. Is, is there one individual that you feel was uh, uh, very influential in kind of helping you get to the point in your career where you are now? Well, for me,
1: there were, I have several, uh, and I think they've worked out in, in different stages, uh, both directly and indirectly. Indirectly, uh, Kenneth Terrell, uh, Darren Gardner, uh, Bill Russell, who was actually one of my my teachers in school, um, and so when I when I say indirectly and directly, uh, there were those who, who influenced me uh, indirectly. But um, Darren Gardner and Kenneth Terrell uh, are two that that really stand out.
0: Okay, Great. I want to kind of change gears uh, a little bit here and kind of talk about uh, when we talk about Boys and Men of Color and we talk about MBK in regards to Buffalo. Uh, what we've been trying to do is kind of form this uh, one voice so that when we talk about boys and men of color, when we talk about MBK, people understand that we're talking about the same people, right? Um, so, tell us a little bit about how BPS and Say Yes with the uh, Boys and Men of Color Initiative, how uh, those two entities, along with the city, are approaching this uh, alignment. Alignment, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right.
2: For me, it's uh, we have to get to the place here: one band, one sound. So often, our young people have heard, you know, there's several initiatives and we use a lot of the buzzwords, but get to the point where they see a community that is working together to, to make them better. I think so often we're so, so we can be so fragmented that uh, we can't even use each other's resources. And by working with the, the, the city and working with uh, BPS, which has, has been a, a great partnership, we've been able to uh, do more together than we could do separately. And uh, even working with the city, for instance, they have uh, Vista employees and and who can actually come in and they're they're helping us. And in other times when we need to do uh, training, and we've come in and, and helped the uh, uh, BPS do training. But at the same time, the uh, BPS writes a grant, and, and we we work together in partnership to make sure it happens. So it's a lot of stuff working in the background to make sure it it, it works. But our young people, I don't think they—they they really don't need to see the background. They just need to hear us speaking to them as one voice that cares about them.
0: Can anything you, you want to add? That well, I was just
2: going
1: to piggyback and say, you know, the one voice, one sound um, analogy is, is phenomenal. Um, you know, we're all making using, you know, coming in with different instruments, you know, um, but when we take a look at um, when we take a look at the resources that are in the school building, uh, for example. Uh, you know, Say Yes has the uh, family support specialists and the navigators. Uh, and instead of using uh, different resources, we tap into the Say Yes, our resources that are at the building level. So we kind of create that, um, that, that cohesiveness so that we don't have to you know, utilize another resource. We can just create, uh, continue to build off of the partnership that we currently have with Say Yes.
2: I think a lot of time, even in the city of Buffalo, folks in Buffalo don't realize the impact they're having. Uh, the impact just working together, and for someone who's traveled around a lot of cities, you do not see uh the community, you do not see the school system, and the city working together. Uh, it's very rare that you see them on any initiative, and so to see uh, a, a city working together, uh, even with the, with philanthropies coming, the, the community foundation, they you know working on from their end, and all working together for the betterment of our young people. I think that says something about a community that. that the young people are, are 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 valued, and therefore we see that they are they are not they are not going to be the future. They are currently the future.
0: So you bring up an interesting point when you talk about traveling, uh, and you made the point that Buffalo has these three entities kind of working together for the uh, for better life outcomes for boys and men of color. I know recently uh, you had a chance to travel down to Louisville, right, and uh, go down there and kind of talk to uh, City United and some of the uh, different cities and organizations that they're working with. Can you talk a little bit about that work?
2: Yeah, I'll talk a little bit about it. And Daniel asked me that question like he doesn't know about it because he was there with me, all right, and uh, as we were down there. But that was also uh, that was uh, important. I think mentoring, we talk about mentoring, that's all. So we have to be willing to not only mentor but hand over the baton think that's so often that mentors as they go through a process it gets to a point where that mentor should have that mentee should have everything that mentor has plus what they have in order to move things to a new level so part of that even had process is uh with daniel's hand we 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 did that workshop together and we get had a chance to begin showing other cities on what we're doing in buffalo and at first we went we didn't really think it was a you know, what we were doing was uh, all that great because we were just, just on a grind. We were just on a grind doing what we thought was right. And realized that most cities are not doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to explain to other cities and to hear the questions they're asking, and now that Buffalo is going to be uh, more of a model of, how, you know, how do you change the nation? So I think the nation can be changed out of the city of to Buffalo.
0: Tommy, going back to the uh, the Breaking Barriers Youth, Youth Leadership Council, um, You've been meeting um, Saturdays, right, with the council about two twice a month?
2: Yeah, we meet uh, twice a month, and we've been meeting at uh, Bennett High School, and we do it in connection with the uh, community schools initiative, and so uh, they're... Uh Saturday academies, we tied right in. Once again, we're talking about using resources that are already there, so we didn't have to look for a building. We didn't have to look for staffing in time. It was already there, so we actually plugged in what the community was already doing. And so this uh, group of uh, young men, and we've we've averaged somewhere around about 40 young men, 40, 45 young men uh, to date, and uh, our goal is actually 100 young men. And so those young men, they come on Saturday mornings from 9 o'clock to 12 o'clock. Uh, nobody forced them to come. They come on their own and they stay the entire time. And uh, they, they have homework they do. They have issues we talk about. And they're also setting policy agendas for this community. And so that we're looking to, to be a place where young men will come and they will learn to be leaders, not necessarily leaders. They will be leaders in this nation, but I believe they also need to be leaders in their local communities how to go back to the communities and begin changing maybe almost block by block where they can uh they can infiltrate uh their own their their own communities and cause things to change and i think that's very important that we have a group that's moving forward but i know kenny you're also working with a, a younger group and uh preparing them actually to move into these leadership roles
1: yes we uh currently through um, actually at this point we have roughly eight schools i'm going to try to go off the top of my head and see if I can give them a shout out, but uh, school three, uh, which is Diavol Porter Campus, school 30, Frank Sedita, uh, Buffalo Public School, number 37, which is uh, Marvin J. Daniels Futures Preparatory School, school 39, MST at 39, uh, Hamlin Park School, number 74, uh, Herman Baddiel, school 76, Lydia T. Wright, school 89, and uh, last but not least, Harvey Austin, school number 97. So we do have a well-rounded number of students, grade seven and eighth, of whom we actually work with. And um, what we're really trying to do is help them establish um, an understanding that they are someone, you know, that they are kings, you know, um, and just trying to uh, keep them informed on uh, their history, you know, pre-slavery. Uh, so we want them to, you know, want to empower them so that they're understanding the culturally, linguistic, and uh, responsive aspect of who they are as um, boys and young men of color. And so, you know, in in terms of creating student ambassadors, we do meet, like I said earlier, you know, on Saturdays, this will be the last month of this program as we prepare for the uh, summer initiative. Um, So there's a lot of work that evolves around the seventh and eighth grade students, preparing them so that they can be uh, strong uh, student ambassadors with voice, because at the end of the day, um, we are preparing them so that they can have voice for uh, an environment in which they'll at, at some point make decisions for.
2: And part of our part of the alignment for us is that looking at those 7th and 8th graders and that's the group that we'll look for for our 2019 uh, Youth Leadership Council. So, uh, So they have a path, kind of a path to leadership. And a kind of path to success.
0: As far as the uh, council, uh, what's coming up, what's hot with the council coming up in the next couple months? Well, the next couple of months was really
2: hot. We're going down to Fredonia, so we're taking a bunch of young people down to uh, Boys and Men of Color Summit that's taking place in Fredonia. And I think uh, also, Daniel, you'll be one of the speakers down there, so we're excited about that. Uh, and so as we, uh, we gear up to take those young people down, it's, it's, it's more than just going to a, a conference, going somewhere. It's a, a place where they can go and see other people who look like them. In addition to that, the uh, kind of the camaraderie, they'll, they'll gather amongst each other. And then also there'll be uh, older men that'll be with them. And, those, and there's some mentoring even takes place on the bus ride there and back. And so just to spend a day with those young people, a lot of times it leaves, I know for myself growing up, those are the memories that I, I remember. I look back upon those individuals who took the time out in order to spend time with me. And so those are the ones who are, kind of helped shape me. So it, for me, it's always a time of uh, shaping young people.
0: Kenny, what's, uh, I know you said the uh, all-male MBK Academy will be coming to a, a close uh, with the uh, ceremony. You guys are going to kind of pull everything together. But uh, once that is uh, done, what's what's on the horizon for the next, uh, I guess, group of young men that we so will be working with?
1: As, as I understand, it's a great question. Uh, shout out to Dr. Morell and uh, Dr. Williams. We do have you know, a culmination project that in, ends at the end of the uh, month. And uh, I know next month we're gonna be prepping for the summer portion of the program. So uh, there, that would be considered phase three for students who are gonna be moving on to high schools. So that is a pro- part portion of the programming that we're actually gonna uh, get together. We just received the invite this morning. So all I can say is be you know, beware, be ready um, for some empowered seventh and eighth grade students. And eighth grade students will be transitioning into high school uh, this fall.
0: Can you kind of open talking about uh, a new uh, grant that uh, BPS received in regards to uh, mentoring? Uh, Can you talk a little, expand on that a little more?
1: Absolutely. So New York State, uh, we we recently applied for a grant. Uh, It's called the New York State My Brother's Keeper Fellows Program. And what the Fellows Program, what that grant allows uh, us an opportunity to do as well as you all because you, I'm grateful for the, the partnership that we, we, we uh, recently established with you through the MOA, thanks to uh, you, Danny and uh, Tommy. Uh, this program allows for uh, us to actually select, like I said, two 11th grade students, uh, one African-American and one Latino male who's in the 11th grade, as well as a African-American and Latino uh, mentor. And what they would be responsible for doing is meeting several times between now and December 31st, uh, 2018, and uh, looking at the six milestones, MBK milestones. And they'll have to create a service project. The service project would be something that the students will utilize in the school or in the community. And so just to give you an example, one of the milestones uh, in in corporate, it deals with uh, student community and how students can engage the community in the school collectively. So what, what I had an opportunity to do with uh, one of the mentors is to just say, hey, well, what, have you, what have you thought about um, possibly opening up the building on the weekend where um, families and people in the community don't have access to internet services, they can come in and utilize the computers. Uh, and some of what's happening now at our Saturday academies throughout the district. So that's one opportunity. And um, the other portion of the grant, it's a pretty extensive grant, the other portion deals with Um, Us establishing uh, seven mentors who will work with four students throughout the Buffalo Public School District as long as they're students of color and so I'm grateful to have had that partnership with you all so that (laughs) that's where you come in you know providing the mentors to work with our students so um, I'm just excited about the the initiatives and the opportunities that we have going forward with uh, MBK and say yes.
0: Kenny I'm just as excited as you are uh... All this talk about alignment—I don't know how you don't get excited about everything that yeah. is taking place, uh, revolving, uh, revolving around boys and men of color, and the MBK initiatives taking place here in Buffalo, New York. Uh, so, Tommy, talked about keep talking about alignment, and uh, something you said earlier made me think about that. Uh, basically, how uh, you have seventh and eighth graders in MBK Academy that can flow right into leadership council, and the alignment piece. In regards to we're thinking down the road with uh, the MBK Alliance and uh, the thought process behind the marketing strategy here in Buffalo. Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Uh, well the, the marketing strategy looking at what uh, President Obama had, had started back in when he was in office in Washington rolling up the MBK uh, which has now rolled over into the, uh, the Obama Foundation. And so looking at that, we just looked at what they were doing and looking at the the milestones that they were using for MBK and basically the milestones that, that we're looking at for boys of men of color and MBK work. Uh, looking, for instance, uh, making sure that there's a youth involvement, youth voice, and and making sure that they're working to change the narrative surrounding uh, young men of color. And then in addition to that, just setting policies and reforms and, and, and going through that and bringing together the entire community. So this is one alignment. But another alignment is just tonight, we'll meet with a uh, uh, Boys and Men of Color Coalition, which is made up of the uh, city, state, county, community, and with those who work with young men of color who come together to kind of set a policy and initiative on how we're going to move forward in 2018, 19, 20, as we go forward. So all of it is coming together and it's all centered around MBK. Something as small as, if you go to our website, our website has the same colors as uh, the uh, MBK uh, National. And so what we want to do is make sure we're aligning with the national movement and so as we're aligned with that also looking to make sure that if there's any available funding for our young people that we know how to go and get it.
0: All right we're almost out of time today so what I want to do real quick is just go around and get last words. Uh, maybe something inspirational just leave us with uh, some positivity that we can go on and just continue our day with. So, uh, Kenny, he gave you the nah, so, so we're going to let you go first. <laughs> Leading the way. Hey,
1: well, you know what? At the end of the day, man, I just I want to, you know, just encourage our our boys and young men of color to um, not allow where you are and what you're dealing with to define you know who you will become. Um, there is someone in your life somewhere, whether indirectly or directly, that has said something, done something, and in doing so, they have empowered you. Take heed to that, that that seed that they planted. It takes one to plant, one to water, and, you know, before you know it, here you are, this, this blossom, uh, educational, successful young man of color. So, you know, don't allow where you are and what you're going through and what you're doing to determine your outcome. Be successful. You are successful. You are my brother's keeper.
0: All right, man. You about to have me get the offer plate out here? All right, okay. I don't know. I don't know if you can follow that up over there, old school. I, I
2: doubt if I can follow that up. But I just want to speak to kind of the once again, you call me old school, so I'm going to speak to the older generation out there, the mentors, the mentors who are sitting out there, and you see, we see the problem. And uh, you see the concerns, and you see the young people, and most of the young people are looking for uh, just someone who can just spend, it doesn't take a lot of time, it could just be an hour, or an hour a week. Uh, an hour a week can actually change the uh, destiny and, and trajectory of a young person. So I'm kind of speaking out to uh, all the uh, men of color out there who are, have kind of maybe, maybe you've made it to a certain plateau in life and now you're ready to give back. Uh, look for ways to, uh, to, to give back in your community, and if not, feel free at any time, give us a call that up. Uh, uh, Breaking Barriers Buffalo and we'll get them involved or with the city with MBK work and I'm sure they're uh, in Buffalo Public Schools and, and I'm sure we can get you plugged in because we're looking for the community to be a part of uh, we cannot do this without the community because it's not organizations it's really
0: people alright
1: and one, one last plug if, if you're interested in, in becoming a mentor you know we, we're recruiting daily consistently constantly uh, my name again is Kenneth Boone feel free to reach me at KJ Boone, B O O N E, at buffaloschools.org or 716 816 3500. And we're calling all boys and young men of color to come on out and mentor. That's for our Latino and African American males.
0: Boone, you're always trying to get the last word in, man. But well, you know, <laughs> this is the Breaking Barriers podcast. So technically, I <laughs> hey, the man, last we word. we family
1: here. in here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: All right. uh That wraps up our, our podcast for this week, the Breaking Barriers podcast. Please make sure that you go subscribe to the Breaking Barriers podcast on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Uh, With that, it's a wrap, and we will see you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.